We are back for another Win Daily DFS pre-lock show. I'm Tony. This is Adam. You know the drill. Hit that subscription button. Hit the follow. Click the like. Do it all. But Adam, we got 11 games coming up on this like big time. Seems like the pricing isn't really catching up, which is kind of helping us. Uh, but let's go right off the bat. Go right into the pitching market. We look at this right off the bat. You look at the the main guy, Carlos Rodon, ten thousand. Alex Manoa, ninety seven hundred. Are one or both of these guys going to be your ace of the slate? So actually, neither will be my ace of the slate. And that's not to say, like, I'm going to have lineups with both those guys. Like, Rodon is talented enough to get through the Dodgers lineup. Manoa has already faced the Yankees, walked right through them, uh, scored 28 DK points in his first start. But let's face it, the path of least resistance is Joe Ryan in Baltimore. And this kid has just been absolutely lights out so far. Yeah, the XFIP's a little bit higher than the ERA, but when your ERA is, you know, under one and a half, it's it's pretty easy for that XFIP to be a little bit higher. The FIP is still 2.96. He has a 30.1% K rate, which climbs to 39.1% against righty hitters. If Baltimore throws out a similar lineup to what they did tonight, they have six righties in that lineup. I mean, 186 well over to the right side of the plate. It's a it's a below average offense. You know, it's not the Yankees, it's not the Dodgers. I think Joe Ryan will probably be the most popular choice in that in that uh, trio, but I can't really say that he shouldn't be at this point. I, I listen. I agree. I mean, listen. Wit elite wit point seven zero, and 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 one of the biggest things I'll talk about with Joe Ryan. You, you hit it right on the head. We're t- we're facing the Baltimore Orioles. Who let let's face it. You know, a couple days ago, I mean, you had that sneaky stack on with Baltimore, and they scored nine runs. Are they going to do yeah. that against Joe Ryan? Probably not. Uh, right, so, so. <laughs> right. And, and the one good thing is after that, he got that first star out of his, you know, out of his repertoire, you're talking, he's at least thrown 82 pitches, which means he's going to go deep into the game. He's going to pitch six, seven innings, which is what you want to get the W for. So I, I really, really like that call. Um, but besides Joe Ryan is, you know, are you taking a flyer or any other pitchers here? Are you going Woodruff against Cincinnati? Uh, you know, because obviously Cincinnati is probably the worst hitting team in baseball right now. Um, you, you, for 8,900, is that a play you might take? It's probably going to be more of an MME play just because I don't know what to do with Brandon Woodruff yet. You know, you, 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 we've kind of seen the other uh, Milwaukee pitching kind of catch up after that first, you know, turn. Freddie Peralta took like two turns through the rotation to kind of get his feet under him. Brandon Woodruff, other than one start, has really not come along for the ride so far. And, okay, that one start came against Pittsburgh, but his next start, again, came against Pittsburgh, and he got yep. around a little bit, you know? So, yeah, Cincinnati's a pretty porous offense right now. I mean, there's holes all through that lineup. Like, I, I, if you would just base it off of last year and you see Brandon Woodruff 8,900 against one of the worst offenses in baseball to this point, you – be jamming him into your lineups i'm not sure that's the case right now i just i can't figure out quite what's wrong with him and when i can't quite put my finger on certain aspects of why a pitcher is pitching poorly it, it gives me a little bit of pause and for 8900 you know you, you can't miss like joe ryan 600 more it's not like there's a huge price gap there and even that, even manoa point. you know he's not that much more carlos rodon if you really want to ride the lightning against the dodgers he's not that much more and even 10 grand for rodon yeah, I get it. It's the Dodgers, but like the way Rodon is pitched, he's probably not expensive enough. Yeah, well, what about you know any pitchers that maybe 
our pump pitchers for tomorrow. Now, obviously, you know, you're, you're always going to have, make sure you read the article already. Make sure Adam drops two articles every single day. We drop a bunch of articles uh, every day on windailysports.com. So make sure you're following them as well. But just maybe a guy in here, or maybe there's not a guy, Adam, for to punt and play today. So I think the one that probably have my most attention, uh, you know, in the punt range is going to be Christian Javier from the Astros. He's not a big strikeout guy. You know, it, it can be a bit of an issue when he's more expensive, but the man is $6,800. And yes, Seattle has been a really good offense so far. They probably haven't gotten enough of their due because they play in Seattle. And, you know, Seattle, they haven't been a great team these past few years. So I don't think people have paid attention yet. Their offense is much better than people think. But at the same time, Javier's a good pitcher. He may not get the, you know, absurd strikeout rates that you always want to chase. And they're, they are important in DFS, don't get me wrong. But when a pitcher drops below 7K on DK, like you don't need the same amount of strikeouts as you would if he was 8,500. So he's probably going to be my punt play of the day uh, to pair up with one of those aces and still be able to pay for some of those bigger bats. Now, what about the other side? We always talk about the gas can. They got it. We're going to attack uh, with the bats. What's that one pitcher we look like we're going to attack tomorrow? Probably going to be, uh, you know, I, I always hesitate to like point this out because <laughs> they're going to be wildly chalked, and I get it. But man, we got to talk about the Washington Nationals prices. It's the first game in cores. Those games can disappoint. Herman Marquez is not the worst pitcher on the planet. He's not a gas can by any stretch. He hasn't been that good this year yet either. It, you know, he's got a 360 Woba to both sides of the plate. Juan Soto is 4,800. In Ridiculous. Ridiculous. I mean, that that's just absurd. Like, if you want to take that chance and fade him in GPP, it's baseball. Anything can happen, of course, any given day. But when you go to start making your cash lineups, you can just go ahead and put Juan Soto right in that outfield spot because he like I will be stunned if he's not the most owned hitter on this league. I, I just I don't I don't know how there's any way around it. And guys like Josh Bell, super underpriced. This guy's the only guy's above four four grand. It, it, in, in the whole lineup. I, I don't understand it. You know, the Nationals, are they the best offense ever? No. They don't strike out a ton, man. They get balls in play. And if you can do that in Cordes Field, that ten, tends to be good things will happen for you. And and to, to bank, you know, to piggyback on what you just said about putting balls in play, Marquez in 13 innings has given up 25 hits. So yeah, he's, just, <laughs> he's not getting outs at the, at the rate you want right now. No. Strikeouts, four so, outs, anything. It's definitely, definitely somebody to attack. Now, let me ask you something. Now, you 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 segued into this. Is is Washington going to be one of those stacks you're looking at? Yeah, I think I think it has to be. Um, I think Cash, you're probably going to need at least two to three of these hitters. An offense that I think may go a little kind of under the radar that I do like, um, and we haven't really talked about them much, is the Detroit Tigers. Bryce Wilson's yeah. on the mound for the Buccos. He's really giving it up to the left side of the plate. Uh, over a 360 Woba. Has the offense hit super well yet? No, but a guy like Austin Meadows, man, under 4K, hasn't hit for power, but hitting over 300, he's going to start hitting for power sooner than later. You know, he's he's better uh, than he's shown on, on the power department. Um, Akil Badu, uh, nice wraparound piece at only 2,900. And even the righties, Javier Baez, uh, 4,500. Like, these players are probably not expensive enough and with the Pirates, you know, Bryce Wilson's probably going to get through this lineup twice if he's lucky. 
And then after that, they're going to ride that bullpen. But that bullpen is bottom 10 and XFP and ERA. How about Mickey Cabrera, man? He just keeps putting it on the, the records, just hits his another home run, ties a George Brett record the other night. Uh, you know, can you say enough about Miguel Cabrera? Just keeps it going at this age. No, not really. I mean, the, the guy's swing is just, it's got to be one of the best the game's ever seen. And it might seem like hyperbole at this point, but it's just always been so consistent. To even be playing at his age and the miles he has in that body, it's pretty impressive. It really is, especially if you follow his career, where he's been and where, you know, the problems he has into and he continues to keep playing. He is definitely a team first guy. Now, we talk about value all the time on the show, Adam, guys that maybe fly under the radar, whether it be a pitcher, whether it be a performer, whether it be a team, any sneaky stacks. We had Baltimore a few days ago. Uh, you know, we just talked about Washington. You just talked about Detroit. Anybody else that maybe you could gravitate towards, depending on how many lines you put in? Uh, I do think Houston is not a bad lineup. Chris Flexen is typically a little bit worse on the road. They just got Jose Altuve back tonight. Um, so that's going to help. And Chas McCormick is a guy that I'm looking at for some value. He's not going to be leading off anymore, most likely. But even if he's hitting the back third of that lineup, that's fine. He's hitting 288. Uh, OPS over 760. He's still under 3K. Flexen's worse against right side of the plate. Like I said, worse on the road. I, I like that Houston stack a little bit. I like it too. And you stole the Thunder, which is great. Obviously, we, we talked about this in the NBA. We don't talk before. We kind of just roll uh, with our own research. And Chaz McCormick is my FFVP. <laughs> the guy under 3,000. It, it, it's very simple, right? I, I, I speak... PPP, positive point production all the time. When I pick these guys, I want hits. I'm not looking at home runs. I'm not looking at RBIs. I want hits. And if you look at Chaz being able to do it, he's hit safely in the last five games, two multi-hit games, and he's been double-digit DK points and above my seven-point cash rate for FFPP all five games. So definitely I'm all in on Chaz McCormick. So, Adam, any final thoughts before we get out of here and try to make some profit on this slate? No, just be prepared to – you know, make the quarters decision. Cash, you got to play it. GVP, you know, it's always an interesting fade, man. You just got to cross your fingers. That game doesn't go off. You don't play them. Absolutely. And for Tony and Adam for Windows Sports, make sure you're following all the content on Windows Sports. Everybody have a profitable game, and we'll catch you back here next time.